0: Every day is a competition against your pride, comfort zone, fear, complacency, snooze alarms, bad habits, bad relationships, and more. What's up, competitors? It is a new week, and I am excited that we are getting you to kick it off here together. That's right. It is Sunday morning, which means it is a fresh episode of the Compete Everyday podcast to get your mind right and your body ready for the new week. If you are new to the show, if you are someone that is just joining us, welcome. I'm excited to have you in as part of the community. So if you're not connected to the bigger Compete community, I want to challenge you to get on Facebook, search Compete Everyday Community. You'll find us, join in, tell us that you heard about it on the podcast and get connected with other people that are on a mission to get better every single day. My name is Jake Thompson. I am the Chief Encouragement Officer here at Compete Everyday. I'm your host here on the podcast. And every week here on the show, you'll find new episodes twice a week, around this idea of competing every day. What does that mean? What does that look like? And more importantly, how can we get better at it? Our competition is not with other people. It's with ourselves. It's with our bad habits, those bad relationships we have, those doubts, fears, the things that self-sabotage us, the the self-limiting beliefs that we allow ourselves to continue to hang on to. That's what we're competing against every single day. That's what we're up against. So how can we win it? That's what we dive into every week on the show because I believe you have the opportunity in this lifetime to achieve the goals you've set. I believe that you are here for a purpose and you can achieve that purpose. You can hit those goals. You can live your best life, live up to that potential you were created with, but it's not going to come down to one big thing. It's not some lucky break that you're going to catch. It's not you know just happenstance if you're going to achieve it or not. It's the result of the choices you make every morning. The waking up, choosing to compete, choosing, do I, do I do this that moves me one step closer to my goal or do I do this that doesn't? Because every decision, every action, everything we do every single day is either moving us closer toward our best life, closer toward our true potential or away from it. There's no middle ground. There's no standing still. You're moving closer or you're moving further away. So my goal is to not only motivate you to keep moving forward, keep making the right choices, keep having the right mindset every morning, that no matter what circumstances life is throwing at you, you can't help that. But what you can always help is how you respond to it, the attitude you have, and then the actions you take. Even in the midst of failure, even when it feels like the world is caving in on you, your attitude, your choices, And your response is 100% up to you. So what are you going to do with it? Your attitude, your actions, and your choices are up to you. What are you going to do with it? And I hope today is the day that you learn what it means to start competing every day. About waking up, putting your feet on the ground, and making the absolute choice that you are going to compete to be better today than you were yesterday. In some way, shape, or form. 1% better. And that you're going to move closer into becoming that person who is capable of achieving the goals you've set. That is capable of stepping into your true potential. It sounds like fluff. It sounds like all out there woo woo sometimes. But it's actual fact that the smallest choices we make every day are the ones that compound over time. And give us the results, the big wins, the big victories, the successes we crave. Small choices. Small actions every day adding up over time. And so I hope out of today's episode, you get more information. You get a challenge to your mindset that picks you up and starts moving you forward that, you know what? Sunday morning, I'm going to make the right choice to move one step closer to my goal. Monday morning, I'm going to make the choice to take the actions to move me one step closer to that career or that role or that company that I want to be at. I'm going to choose to compete. Because a lot of times in life, we feel we're entitled to certain rewards. We're entitled to certain goals because of who we are. Perhaps it's where we grew up. Perhaps because we were good at one thing, we're entitled that we should be better at something else. There's no reason that person should be ahead of me. That person should be winning and I shouldn't. I'm more entitled to it. I hate to break it to you, but that's bullshit. If you haven't checked out the Compete Everyday blog, I write articles on there about every week around the topics that I go out and speak to companies on. Grit, leadership, growth mindset, gratitude, and most importantly, greatness. And on the the blog this past week, you'll find an article that says, kids are not entitled to championships. It's probably our most popular article of the year so far. And what inspired it was a quote, a quote, by UConn head coach Gino Oriyama He's the women's head basketball coach. He's one of the best basketball coaches in the history of the sport. And what Gino was saying is that not all kids are entitled to championships. Not all kids deserve to win a championship because not all kids prepare for it. Not every kid is willing to work every single day to get ready for that moment. Most kids just want to show up and expect it to be given to them. Like the kid that enrolls at UConn expects to win a title because if you look at UConn's women's basketball history, they've won tons of titles. But just because you show up on campus and you put the jersey on doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to win the championship, nor does it entitle you to it. You have to earn it. You have to go out and work for it. And this seems to be an issue that we talk a lot about in youth sports. It it seems to be the craze right now that Youth are entitled. The younger generation, whether it's older generation, baby boomers talking about Gen X, whether it's people talking about millennials, everyone feels like the younger generation is entitled. They're entitled because they feel like they deserve so much more than they've earned. But where do you think that younger generation learned entitlement? Where do you think they started picking up the habits and the mindset and the ideas That everything should just be given to them. That they shouldn't have to work for it, put forth the effort, or earn it. It's probably from the people that were teaching them, raising them. And so instead of pointing the finger at the next generation and saying they're the reason we have this problem, they're the entitled ones, perhaps we should be looking in the mirror. I mean, think about it. If you didn't hear the news last Monday, uh, news broke of this massive scandal that was going on with college admissions. Parents, rich, wealthy parents, believed that their kids deserved to go to certain universities like Stanford, UT, USC, and more. But the kids didn't have the grades to get in. The kids weren't qualified to get in with the admissions class. They didn't meet the GPA requirement, perhaps the extracurricular activity. But the parents felt the kids deserved more than what the kid had earned. And so these parents paid millions of dollars to third parties, To then squeeze their kids in as fake athletes. What pisses me off about that as I shared recently on YouTube is that they took away spots from other kids that were deserving to go to that school. They took away opportunities from other people that had the grades that had the extracurricular activities. Because these parents felt they were entitled to more their kids were entitled because of who they were and where they were born what blows my mind about this whole thing and and the outrage of entitlement is a lot of these kids that ended up having to go to other colleges. They still went to other schools. They got educations elsewhere. They're now suing in a class action lawsuit because of the quote emotional distress and damage caused that they weren't able to get into their top university. Are you freaking kidding me? You went to another school. You got a great education. It's now what you make of it. Are you going to use what you learned, the people you met, the network you built, the knowledge you obtained and do something with it? Well, now these people are blaming others as if they're the reasons they're not as successful. As if these parents, yes, they rob certain kids of the opportunity to go to colleges. They rob certain kids of the opportunities to go to certain schools. However, those kids still went to schools. They still got educations. They still are now going to have to make the most of it. So you can't point the finger and blame those people as ruining your life, of of all this emotional damage because you didn't get into USC and you had to go to UCLA or somewhere else. No, that's blaming someone else. That's avoiding responsibility. It's now up to you. And same thing, if we're going to talk about the parents, I posted on Facebook yesterday, what's the wildest thing or the worst thing you've ever heard a parent yell at a youth sports game? We're talking about toddlers and teens, and these parents are out there yelling some of the most obscene things out there. One parent says that players, parents, and a couple of the coaches on an opposing team were calling a certain player a monkey because of his long arms and awkward phrases. One of the other parents mentions that when her oldest son played for a certain team, two of the original players got injured. They needed someone to fill the roster, so her son played. They played with them all season, and eventually, her son beat out one of the starting kids for a starting spot. He earned his place on the field. That kid's dad went up to the coach in front of other players and parents, cussing at the coach about how dare he let a kid that was an alternate get more playing time than my son. He felt because of who his kid was, his kid deserved more playing time than the kid that beat him out. See, that's that's what I love about sports. It's a meritocracy. You earn those victories on the field. It doesn't matter what it says on the back of your jersey, what your name is, where you came from. It just matters if you can ball. And if you can play and your team is better that day, you win. That's how it works. It's the beauty of sports. But we start to see this entitlement everywhere. Hell, we even see it in the freaking NBA games when Russell Westbrook is has a viral video go around of him getting into a verbal spat with a fan. Now, a lot of people watch that video and make comments about Russell, but Russell's not the entitled prick in that video, the fan is. The guy that feels because he sits first or second row at that court, he has the right to yell racial things, homophobic things, offensive things at a player who's playing a freaking game, and it's his job. Is somebody going to that guy's work and yelling at him, cussing at him, screaming offensive slurs at him? No. But this guy feels that because he sits courtside, he has the right to do that. Bullshit. We don't get that right because we sit closer to a sporting game than someone that's in the nosebleeds that we can suddenly talk to people a certain way. We can behave like an asshole at our kid's youth sports game because we believe our kid deserves better than what the kid has done on the field. How did we ever get to that point? You see, we want our kids to win. We want our friends to be successful. We want to achieve success. We want to win. We want to have our goals. We want to get to where we're trying to go. But we've got to work for it. It's like if you're trying to lose weight, you may feel you deserve to be at a certain weight. You may feel because of who you are, who you know, that man, I deserve to be at X weight or my clothes need to fit this way. But unless you're willing to go into the gym and work for it, unless you're willing to make the right choices with what you're eating, you don't deserve that. You have to earn that. You have to put in the work for it. It's like Gino said, not every kid deserves a championship because not every kid is willing to put in the work every single day. You know, we may want to achieve certain goals and we may get frustrated that certain people are ahead of us. Guess what? Maybe those people busted their ass every day for it. And we're just now getting to where we're consistently putting forth the effort. Maybe that person had a head start or lucky advantage that we didn't. So what? What are you going to do about it? As I shared earlier, you control your attitude, your actions, and your choices. You can't control what head start someone else has. So why are you constantly looking at them and comparing yourself to them? What you need to be doing is looking at your own situation, looking at your own choices, your own actions, and saying, what am I doing today to get better? We want our kids to win championships, but what I think we need more than that is we need our kids, our friends, our family to know about the importance of hard work, of consistency and grit. We need them to know about the importance of effort every single day, of competing. And about being the type of person willing to give 100% effort for your goals. When things get difficult. When it takes longer than you expected it to be to get to that goal. You see, those are the things, that grit, that competitive mindset, that consistency. That's what translates to success anywhere in life. In your career, in your health, in your relationships, you name it. Those are the things that consistently translate to success. It doesn't look the same for everyone. It may take person A longer than it takes person B, but if they're putting forth the effort, they get there. It's not the people who want to do big things that we admire. It's the people who are doing big things that we admire. The ones that take action, they go out and earn their success. We don't get inspired by the rich kid who inherited all their money and woke up on third base believing they hit a triple. We're inspired by the people that worked their tail off every single day that faced odds that looked like they were not going to reach their goal that somehow some way they kept putting forth the same effort, the same intensity, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And suddenly they win. And certain people are going to come along that journey and think that this person just came out of nowhere they got lucky. But we both know better because it was that grit that allowed them to earn that success. It was that competitive drive every day that allowed them to earn that success. They didn't expect that championship trophy to be handed to them because of where they were born, who they know, or what they grew up with. They went out and worked for it. And so today, this week, I hope you're encouraged by the fact that there's still time to work for it. There's still time to go hit your goals that, man, we're, we're not even three full months into the new year. It's St. Patrick's Day today, and a lot of people are talking about green beer and lucky breaks. But as I shared on an episode a few weeks ago, competitors make their own luck because they're constantly preparing day after day behind the scenes when no one's watching so that when the opportunity arises, they seize it. But you can't grab the opportunity. You can't even be aware of the opportunity unless you're preparing for it. So what are you going to do today, Sunday, March 17th, 2019, to be in a better position tomorrow, Monday, March 18th? And what are you going to do Monday to be in a better position on Tuesday? It's not massive action I'm asking you to take. It's not life-changing moments I'm telling you to go up and do. It's small things, small choices. Don't hit the snooze button. Get up. Do what you said you were going to do before work. How can you invest an extra 15-20 minutes in reading a book, listening to a podcast, getting better at your skill set or your craft? How can you strengthen and deepen a relationship in your life that you know needs work? What can you do today, tomorrow, this week, to make sure that one week from now, you are seven days better, seven days closer to, to your best potential in life than you were today when you woke up. That's your challenge for the week. I need you to go out and do it because that's what competitors do. We see opportunities, we rise to challenges, and we crush our goals. Go make it a great week, y'all.